Welcome to the Swamp Men Golf Podcast. This week we're going to talk about the players at TPC Sawgrass. I know we're all excited for this. Woody, why are you excited for this week? Uh, I just think it feels like the start of the golf season, like the proper golf season. Like It's the start of the majors run, do you know what I mean? The weather's getting better, you're getting excited for the summer. It's also just probably one of the most beautiful golf courses, do you know I mean, on, on the tour. Um, you got the 17th, which is just like, you could watch that all day. You wouldn't even have to watch the other holes, do you know what I mean? Um, and I, it's got the biggest person golf. It's like 15, 15 million, I no, think. It's $20 million this year. Oh, it's gone up. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, it just feels like if you win the players, you're announcing yourself on the world stage of golf. So it just feels like all the big boys want to win it. You know, almost, I'd say, as much as a major. Do you mean? So, yeah, I, I, I love it. Um, and I think I actually enjoy it more than some of the other majors. But, yeah, we'll get onto that later. What, what do you think, Jack? Uh, for me, the players, it's about familiarity and it's the same with the Masters. It's that vibe. I know the holes. I can, you know, sometimes you watch a golf tournament and you're like, oh, I sort of remember it, but the players, I know the holes. I know where they're at the course. I know where they can slip. I know all the banana skins on the golf course for these. So, yeah, that's my big part about it. I like familiarity. I, you know, I like going home to my parents every now and then and that's what it is with the players. What about you, Stick? It's weird because you basically like it because everyone tells you this is massive it's like it's like i like it because people tell me to like it and it's just like big people like oh it's the players mate it's the fifth major you better love it and then i do that is exactly what's (laughs) happened i watch it every year and i absolutely love this like as a side point one of the other reasons i absolutely love the players is there's like some kind of 1980s youtube video which shows like average golfers going round TPC <laughs> and they shoot like 150. There's, I'm sure a guy breaks 200 on there. Like he, he must have like a million shots on the 17th. I think he just goes round the edge with like just chipping it 10 yards every time. And that's like one of my favorite YouTube <laughs> videos in the world. Um, so I'm obviously a big fan of the players just for that reason alone. I think it's like, you know, the 17th, the other reason why it's great, it's not just because it's a great hole, but it's also because you feel like watching the players that people can slip up towards the end of the round. You're like, they've still got the 17th to come. And if it's windy, they could be like, they could shoot an eight. Do you know what I mean? And there aren't many tournaments where you feel like there can be such a big swing at the end of a round. So but I also, that's why I like it. Also with the 17th and the 16th, you think you can also make a run there. Like it's a short, you know, like, a professional golfer's got a picture in hand. They're like they can make a birdie at seventeen. Yeah. Easy, seventeen's an accessible par five. But again, they're both they're both fraught with danger. So, but like, if you want a player to fuck up, they think you can fuck up there. But if you also want a player to make a run, they can also make a run there as well. So it's both sides of the coin in that part of the running. There's real risk reward in the eighteenth as well. The eighteenth has that like you have to cut the corner, and most people, if they're trying to play safe, hit the hit it and let it flare right towards the like trees out there just to make sure they like cross the water. There's a real decision about sitting back with the free wood or going for it with the driver. Like, do you remember, is it Cam Smith last year? <laughs> Did he not go in the water on his second shot on the... On yeah, he was, was trying to chip out the trees yeah. and he just, yeah. just like, chipped it through into the water. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I remember Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas doing what you're saying, Stick. He tried. He he was winning it, and he went quite aggressive, and he hit very close to the water and the wood. You know, you've got to, It's almost a bit like the Bay Hill, where you've got these carries over last vast sums of water, and he just landed it on. And you've got. It's it's kind of one of those holes where you've got to have balls to take that shot on if you're winning. Also, so, though, he got very lucky with that bounce. Like oh. I've seen. Oh, and. It was the club to like. It, 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 to be fair, it was quite bounced from me. It, it replicated the famous ta- the Tiger uh, club twirl that he does. Like Tiger hits this disgusting draw on the 18th sometimes with like a free wood, just brings it all the way around. Justin Thomas tried to play that, but played it too close to the edge and was like, and then it sort of just like kicks right, and then he does like the club twirl afterwards. He's like, yeah, I meant that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we've each bet. I think we've each put three bets on at five pounds each and we'll also be doing a joint bet of 30 pounds which we're going to debate so i want to hear your free five pound bets alexander wood so i really struggle to put bets on people i don't like (laughs) which invariably means they don't win very much money so i've gone for i think it's five pounds on uh, Tony Finau to win outright. Uh, he's had a very good year already. He's looking, he's looking good. I feel like it's the kind of course where he could, he could win. Um, I've gone for five pounds on uh, Max Homer again. Another person who's up there. Do you know what I mean he's like being? He's he's been doing really well this year. It feels like the turning point for him. Like he could win a big tournament like that. And then maybe he'll go on to win a major. Like he feels like a bit of like a dark horse this year, doesn't he? A player who like probably has the ability to be a major winner. I think he's got the the swing. His, his timing is like ridiculous. It's like he's now one of my favorite. Just watching him is great. He's one of my favorite players. Also seems like a you know he's, he loves the no laying up boys and he just seems like a really likable guy. He was in the he was in. Full swing with Joel Dane, wasn't he? They're obviously mates. He just feels like the kind of guy you want to play golf with. So I just want him to win. And I love Tony Finau as well. I love them to win. And my my last bet just carries on that thought, which is Ricky Fowler. I'd love to see him win again. He won it, I think, in 2015. So he's won it before. So bit of ped- bit of pedigree there. I've gone with him each way, though. I think a top, top 10. It might be 12, actually on Betfair but yeah a top top 12 or top 10 finish and I could see that he's, he's been flirting with it a little bit recently so what do you what do you think about those bets so I don't I think mean, Max Homer's winning outside of California he's in the panhandle now would he he doesn't want any part of that Tony Finau like maybe I'm wrong, but has he played well this year? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I like. Has he been up there? <laughs> Have you just made that up? Like I, I've not seen him win an event. Oh, is he winning the wraparound? Like Tony Finau's a big wraparound guy with wins. By the way, he's not winning the big tournaments. He's like, is there a wraparound season? Because I'll sneak a win in there. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's won this year. We won early on a couple of times. I don't know why I'm slagging off your bets when I still have to say mine and they're worse. <laughs> <laughs> so are you thinking that any of my bets 
Might happen. Gives you a little foul, a little foul of top ten though. We don't want that. Oh, are you foul each way on foul. Good top ten, but it'd be... yeah. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. At like fifty to one, fifty to one each way. I think that's quite good odds. But he could equally miss the cut as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just before we go on to your bets, I think I w- I like bets where I win the same amount of money, whatever happens. So that I root for the set the players the same, which is weird. I do it every time. I try and equal out the money. I don't want like I don't want to bet on someone I'm gonna get like twenty quid back. So I've all of my bets win me a hundred pounds. Every single one of them. So um, <laughs> now you know that weird fact about me. What are your bets, Dick? God, I don't even know why like I've backed Jordan Spieth who I think is famously bad at the players I think there was like even in his like prime he missed three cuts at Sawgrass but there's something about Sawgrass that made me think that like putting is important <laughs> and that well, this still Sorry. doesn't make any sense because he putted so badly last week <laughs> but I, when I watched it you can't putt that badly this week <laughs> So I've kind of gone <laughs> the opposite way and been like, he should have won last week. With a bit better putting, he could win. Let's back him for it. Uh, so a fiver on that, just not each way, just straight winner. Five pound bet would take win me two hundred and five pounds. I've also backed Tyrrell Hatton at um, uh, is that ninety one. Uh feel like watch him get really angry with himself last week. If he was like half as angry as him, at himself, it would mean he's playing like some fantastic golf. Like that like he's yeah. he's really in, in the mood at the moment. I think he's got like some top fives there, some top tens at at Soulgrass. Don't fact yeah. don't fact check me. Um so yeah, a five pound bet would win me hundred and forty five pounds. And then, in contradiction to that bet, I've gone for the top top GB or Ireland player to be Shane, <laughs> to be Shane Lowry, and that's just a straight fiver. And basically, he just hole in one. He's like he's sick around the greens, and I think there's a lot of yeah. like, like you kind of aim for these. Do you remember those, those weird bits that are like the mogul foothills and stuff? He'll be chipping out of there. He he, um, hole in one the seventeenth last year. Like basically, if you if you've got a wedge in your hand, like Shane Lowry's just like as good as they come. So he's absolutely done nothing, like in months. <laughs> but yeah, you also maybe want to he'll see him beat, win, don't you? Yeah, and maybe he'll beat McElroy, and maybe he'll beat Matt Fitzpatrick, and maybe he'll beat. To Hatton. Besides Hatton, I'm going to slag off Sticks bets here because I think they're fucking shocking. So, Sawgrass is famously a second shot golf course. It's all about you want to be in the position off the tee and then to get your good, a good second shot in. Famous why Phil's always been shit there. Tiger's won there, but like Tiger's only won there once, which is like, is it once? Maybe try. Anyway, Tiger's not won there as much as he should have done because. Again, shit off the tee. Spieth is dreadful off the tee. Like, you're on about Shane Lowry like, chipping around the greens. Like, no, you need to be on the greens. So, they're bullshit. Hatton, I think it's a good bet. Uh, I, I'm yeah. okay with that one. But now, you can slag off my bets because I'm going to give you them. 
I've gone for a player who I, I think could win, but I don't want to win. A player who I want to win, who could who might win, and a player who I think will win, based on I say stats. I like to think I've researched these things. It was about two Google searches of like players finishes. So the person who like I think is likely to win, and I'm, I'm indifferent about. You know, I'm okay if they win. It's not my preferred person to win, but who I think could win is Justin Thomas. He's won there before. Great iron play. Great, great second shot player. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like I said, it, 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 he's got the nows for the course. It, it, like, last week he didn't really have. A, he, he didn't play that well, but still finished up there. Um, a player who I really, really don't want to win, but I think he might do it is Patrick Cantley. Uh, could be Scotty Scheffler. But we'll say Patrick Cantley for this instance. I think his game is ideal for the players. He's finished up there before, uh, and like I said, he's he's like a robot. And I feel I feel like the players like sort of favours sort of the robotic golf golfers. And then the player who I want to win, my my own heart, is Matt Fitzpatrick. Uh, he's he's very consistent off the tee. He's a good iron player. He's very analytical about it. I think, like I said, the players you need to be. It's, it's like I said, it's a second shot golf course. Matt Fitzpatrick is a great iron player, and he's good off the tee as well. And he puts things in place. Like to win the players, you play in chess, not checkers, or drafts for our English people. Can I can I just interrupt for a second to be like, let's talk about what the phrase second shot golf course because you've slagged off Martin, but I don't like. If you're saying that second shot golf course is that also that the first shot has to be in the middle of the fairway, that's two. That's half the shots on most of the holes. <laughs> you're like, all right, so the first shot has to be good, so you're in the fairway, and then the second shot has to be good, so you're on the green. It's like, and then they all two. <laughs> so what are you like? What are you? Doing? Are you like, so you basically, it's in. basically, it's the second shot golf course. So. All of your, all your driver, your irons, they all need to be good. And then what, just one, two, it's just a joke. Jack's basically describing golf. He's like, you need good shots to win it. You go just off the tee, and you go just off the fairway, and you put well as well. And if you do all that in the right order, Do you know what you've done, Jack? You've picked a load of boring golfers who... Oh, didn't you want to know the caveat to make it even more boring? They're all each way as well. Oh, oh God's sake. You can't go each way on Justin Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> and Patrick Canley. Oh, Patrick Canley finished in the top 10. Well, that's a surprise. Yeah. It's like all of those people are going to finish in the top 10. You're, just, you're not meant to get the money back. That's not how <laughs> it works. You never get the. You either, you either should win loads of money or no money at all. That's what I think. Well, it's because I wanted. It's because I'm a I'm a team player. I wanted our group bet to be mean something, and I was like, so these other ones, they're just, I don't I don't feel anything towards them. I feel a bit for Matty Fitzpatrick. You know, he's he looks like a little boy. I look like a little boy as well. It's that's our little club of looking like little boys. Well, I can't wait for all of those players to not win because if they do, we're gonna have to. There's not gonna be much to talk about because <laughs> you're just gonna be like. Well, I won like ten quid. That was great. no, 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 no. I, I, I returned, so I get eighty-nine pound back for JT. I get 
What? Forty-seven pound back for Fitzpatrick, and disgraceful. It. I mean, yeah, it is, it is disgraceful, and then. Um, it doesn't. Oh, it, the odds have changed on Cantley, so it's not even telling me those at the moment. I don't. I, <laughs> I, I think. I think what it, it, I think what it's saying is my bets are too boring to provide feedback. <laughs> like, it is unbelievable that you would bet on Cantley top ten as a bet. Like it's that is fucking disgraceful. Like I just <laughs> he <laughs> ten. It's like. They should offer you like less money than you give them for that bet. It's <laughs> you might as well cash out now. When when we te- I text you and I said put some bets on to talk about, you thought what's the most boring thing I could do with my money? <laughs> like, you might have well invested in government bonds. It's such a fucking bad bet. <laughs> oh god! Um, what about our team bet, Stick? Are you going to lead, lead us on that one? Because you know, you know which way we've all gone. We've all sent in, basically, our thoughts to Stick, and he's, he's now going to lay them out. All right, so two of you, considering I've said two of you have bet on the same thing, or suggested that we put a team bet on the same thing, which, and so to set it out a little bit, we want the team bet to be something that's like we're going to back one of the favourites and we're going to support them as a team. And we're going to... I've not agreed this with you, but we're going to roll over the money if we win. So we'll be, oh. like, we'll, be betting on, we'll be betting more on the next major if we get this one right. So you two... I like it. In classic... I mean, obviously, Jack, absolute big Rory <laughs> fanboy, has backed Rory. Woody's also come to me... And he's texted me and he said, I think I sh- we should be back in Rory this week. I am like not playing devil's advocate. I actually think Scotty Scheffler's going to win. Hmm. But I've already, backed Patrick Cantley. I've, already, I've already backed Patrick Cantley. I've already backed Patrick So <laughs> isn't it the same thing? <laughs> we can't put more money on Scotty and Cantley. <laughs> you should check out if they're paying out on Harris English as well. Um. <laughs> you know what they haven't announced a three-way ball between Harris English Cantlay and Scheffler because there'd be one there'd be one man on the tee <laughs> it would be a single ball teeing off um, oh god it's hard because you look nothing against, nothing against Scotty like he's obviously a great golfer but he is kind of the man that you don't want to see win so I kind of also see the logic in team betting on him because it's like it's like taking out insurance isn't it (laughs) (laughs) on Sunday when all our like single bets are like maybe coming through we're like we've got Scotty in our back pocket I'm not going to lie there have been times on a Sunday where I've put a lump sum on Scotty or DeChambeau those kind of players and just like covered all my costs because you just know you just sometimes when they get in that groove you're like it's only going one way so I, I kind of see the value in it but it's also, inc- I don't know. It's a bit, it's a bit like soulless as a bet. So I don't know. What do you think, Jack? You don't feel good about it, do you? Betting on Scottish Shuffler? No. I, I, I'm not with him. You know, I, I'm just like, oh well, that's the result of it. Although we do want that money to carry over, so maybe it is a good bet. So maybe want- we should. Maybe that will help us root for him. Rory, you know what Rory gets like though. Rory sort of. He amps himself up over, you know. He so, you know, he starts off in second gear and he sort of gets into the, like, like he was just barely at it last week and he finished second and had a putt to tie the lead. Like, 
He's won at the players before. I, I yeah, but I'm now changing my mind because I kind of feel like if Rory's up there, I'm already going to be rooting for him to win. So it's like a bonus. Like we'll come on next week and be happy for Rory. Do you know what I mean? Happy for Rory, yeah. So I well, mean, imagine getting I that money back for him. I've changed my mind. I think we should go Scheffler. Oh fuck! Here's the anti-Rory points. One last week, yeah, at Bay Hill, he was like not that good. But look, yeah, like Rory makes birdies, but Rory also loves bogeys, and, and I think there could be a fair few bogeys out there. And Scheffler's just gonna like Scheffler's gonna just finish each round having picked up some birdies, maybe dropped one shot. Like, oh, maybe maybe a drive was a bit offline and he had to chip out and couldn't, and then he just two putt. Fine, like that's cool. But Rory's going to do something mad, and I think there's some like I just I, I can't keep betting on Rory to win things. He's not like at the moment he's <laughs> not showing me world number one form. Like he's not that he's not that guy at the moment. He's just doing like when was the last tournament he won? Like really recent, you know, no, no, literally no. his first tournament back this year, he won it. <laughs> I think we should bet on Scheffler. I think, I think it will be like it's the insurance money that we need, and like. So you're telling me that fifteen pound of my hard-earned money no, this 10 week? Pound. No, fifteen pound because I'm betting on Cantley as well. <laughs> <laughs> So fifteen pound of money is going on Cantley and Scheffler, and I'm supposed to enjoy the players with that. Yeah, it's your fault. <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> so are we well, going to go for Scheffler? Well, it's a democracy, isn't it? So if you're changing your mind mid podcast, I swear, like we should. I, I thought we was like in cahoots here, Woody. I thought we had stick on the ropes. No, you just came on me because I've because I've realised that I get McIlroy winning, I'll be happy. Either way, so I feel like it's a good bet. And Sheffler, oh, so it's fine when you do it. Scheffler looked good last week. I'm going to go. I think Scheffler. Do you agree, Stick? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Done. Okay. So, so what are you putting thirty pounds on Scheffler? What does that get us if he wins? Oh, <laughs> three hundred pounds. <laughs> You can't be betting three hundred pounds on someone to win. That's like mental. It's like it's such a like open field in golf, isn't it? It's like Yeah. So people often describe this as the fifth major. Do you think one, do you think that's a fair way to describe it? And two, do you perhaps put it ahead of any of the actual majors? I think I would. I think I might put it ahead of the PGA. Um I feel like the US Open is a different kind of major. It's the it's the tough major, do you mean? I think I, I like it because it's different to the others. Like it really is like a grind, like the best of the best win it. Um but the PGA I just think like I like I do like having the players in the same place, do you mean? It's got it's got the history. Like I think that it could be another major. But then but then maybe like it's good that it isn't because we kind of get five. So don't know. What do you think, Jack? I don't consider it a major. It's because the players know it's not a major. So to win it, you have to be in that mindset as that I'm going to win a major. And you're like, oh, I won the players, which is big. But yeah, 
Not not for me. I mean, I love it. I love that it exists, and I'm, and I might enjoy watching it more than other majors, but I don't consider it one. Even though the PGA Tour kind of does as well. They they kind of consider it a major in their like hall of fame, like they have like major champions and like the players in there because it's their event. You know, like, <laughs> all right, all right then. Yeah. Like I think they've got Jack McNicholas down as having like more than eighteen majors because he's got like a couple of players in there as well. And you're like, it's not the real stat, though, is it? What about you, Stick? It, it just doesn't quite have major vibes about it, and the US Open obviously has like, what about if we had like knee high rough? around the fairway like cool i i love it but it is like it is i prefer it as being like this is the best pga tour event and like there's a whole season of them so one of them has to be the best yeah. it's the best one and, and like yeah. winning the best one means something like it's cool so and the purse it's 22 hours the purse is huge for a reason so <laughs> the purse is huge for a reason <laughs> <laughs> was that your was that your twenty four hour clock, Bestie? It was. <laughs> the purse is that, that needs to make the cut. I, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> so what? What's the purse? What's the purse? <laughs> Keep that in. huge for a reason. Um, but the purse being huge takes away a little bit of like it just doesn't have that like quite have that prestige. When they put that little gold man on the screen, it's a bit like. Stop pretending over here. But yeah, yeah, I love it. But it's not a major, no. I see your points, but I'm hyped. So I'm, so I'm going to say it is. <laughs> so next question. Um, so, so I've got I've got down Woody's fun sawgrass facts, and I have no idea. <laughs> what be, and I'd love to hear some fun. TPC Sawgrass facts. So, Woody, please. Does this segment ha- does this segment have a theme tune? By the way, <laughs> I just want to say that uh, this is in partnership with Google Search, <laughs> <laughs> and the first link I clicked on. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this is going to be a regular feature. <laughs> so, how many golf balls to the closest thousand? Go into the water of seven, on seventeenth each year. I'm going to go five thousand. So what's that? Day? That could be mad amount. I, I I haven't even thought about the number of people playing every day. I I oh, think it's way yeah. more than yeah. that because ten a day would be three thousand, <laughs> and I reckon it's more than ten a day. So I'm going to go eighteen thousand. <laughs> so you're both nowhere near it, but <laughs> stick wins. Because it's a hundred thousand golf balls. Oh, leave it. How much money do they make on that? That's just mad. <laughs> yeah. Think that's about- where all the that's where all the that's where all the refer, refurbished Pro V ones come from, just from Sawgrass. That's where your late that's where your late balls come from. Think about the club shop. You know when they got like a big bucket. <laughs> <laughs> just like a full swimming pool of back, just full. <laughs> do you think? Do you think TPC Sawgrass Club Shop has a big bucket in there? <laughs> I've never oh played anywhere without a big bucket of golf balls near the desk. So <laughs> telling me that this is a different type of golf club, I refuse to believe you. TPC Sawgrass, you get a thousand balls for a, for a tenner. 
<laughs> They're giving them away. They've got enough. So the big question we have is who's going to shit the bed this week? Who's going to really? Who's going to fail to make the cut when they should be a top player competing for a title? Uh, Jack, who's going to shit the bed for you? I mean, I'm going to say a name, but I don't have any like concrete evidence to back it. He just had. He, he shit the bed in recent times, so therefore I'm going off that. I say recent, it was about two months ago. I'm going Colin Morikawa not to make the cut. He does this every now and then, doesn't make a cut. And I feel like if you're going to name a bed shirt of the week, you've got to go with somebody who also could win. So uh, it's two sides of a coin. Um, he shit the bed at the... Uh, what's the t- tournament of champions? <laughs> no, no, the, 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 the centu- Century Tournament of Champions, he shit the bed there. He had... At one point, I think it was a nine-shot lead on the final day over John Rahm and lost. And, yeah, he's very very capable of shitting the bed. So that's mine. Woody? I think Spieth. Yeah. I just think it's the kind of course that when you start spraying the ball around, as he can do, you're in trouble. No matter how good his short game is. So, yeah, I, I could see... Him hitting the water a fair bit this week. Yeah, I think that's good, Woody. I think we've got two ones there. So like, I think Morikawa could be doing all right on the first day and gradually shit the bed. <laughs> whereas, whereas I think Spieth shits the bed from the first tee. And it's just like... A... <laughs> and, <he> just... <laughs> and for just the whole Thursday and Friday, he's just shitting the bed. Uh, what about you, Steve? I'm not sure, I'm not sure I want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't. I really like Speed. I hope he doesn't. I hope he does well. I think JT shit in the bed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. Think, I don't care when he last won it. I just he's not quite there at the moment. Like great player, I love him. I think he'll come back. I just think his game is just lacking a little bit at the moment. It all just seems a bit hit and miss. Um, Stick. When you say shit in the bed for JT, is it like shit in the bed pre-cut or post-cut? Oh mate, he's not making the cut. That's what I'm saying by shit in the bed. Okay, I was making, I was making sure he was shit in the bed the same amount as Man and Woody's picked for shit. In oh the bed. yeah, because okay, okay, wow. And I don't think yeah. I agree with that. But... Uh, is there an extra five pound in the budget to do a accumulator of all three of our picks shit in the bed together? I'll put the five pounds on our three people to all miss the cut as a cumulative bet. And I will tell you the odds when I've checked them. Um, in fact, I'll tell you the odds on the next episode. So we're going to do a brief update after the cut on Saturday morning, try and get that out Saturday afternoon. And then we'll be doing a player's recap, uh, hopefully come to you late Sunday or Monday. Um, thank you very much. Bye from me. Cheers, guys. See you later.